Blog Talk Radio. Champion. Okay. 
What is going on, Trav? How are you? Doing all right, man. Doing uh, doing a lot better than than a uh, few folks uh, that were yeah. used to be in WWE. So, mmm, that's clearly <laughs> I have to assume where where we have to start things. It's interesting, of course. Like double and nothing was gonna be kind of a big place to to jump off, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's talk about it, man. Um, so today, WWE announced releases. Um, on a week they typically don't release people. Like that that window was we thought closed. So you got Ruby Riot, uh, Santana Garrett, uh, Buddy Murphy, Alistair Black. Um, I'm trying to save the big one for last. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, yes, yeah, so Ruby Riot. So, and Lana, I'm sorry. So, Ruby Riot, Lana, uh, Alistair Black, Buddy Murphy, Santana Garrett, and, and, and Braun Strowman. What's that about? Yeah, man. Um, I mean, it sucks for all those other folks, but none of them come at like a great surprise. Alistair Black does, but in a different way. I, so that's actually kind of confusing. I don't know what to think of that one. But the one that's just straightforward, straight up and down, just like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Wouldn't have in a hundred guesses if you gave me a roster uh, full of the hundred top folks, or maybe all of them. I certainly, if in a hundred tries, wouldn't have picked Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is out of here uh, as a WWE roster member. Yeah, let's let's kind of do this in reverse, right? So, I guess you know, back of the line, Santana Garrett, right? Um, you know, was just kind of there. She was just fine as an act, like just fine as a wrestler. Nothing really stood out. I think she got herself in trouble over the weekend. I really do think that. Um, I think that the video of her like uh, out on the water, hyping up all the boats that had like the Blue Lives Matter and the the Fuck Biden signs and all that. I think she played herself on that. Like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This news to me. Like Santana Garrett did this? Santana Garrett, yep. Oh. Yeah, so I think, like, I think her release is, I mean, of course, like, there are people in charge in WWE who, like, lean really, really far right. Like, that's that's evident, right? But sure. they uh, go about it in a way that isn't gross. You know, on the surface. Like, isn't gross to... Right investors isn't gross to a segment of the fan base. You know what I mean? Like, so there's kind of that part of it. But, uh, yeah, I just think that she wasn't high enough on the totem pole to get away with that. Like some people are, you know what I'm saying? So I don't yeah. know if, if, if Undertaker was out there doing that, I, I, that's obviously very, I don't know how they could distance themselves from Undertaker. He's just like such a, Company and the icon and all those words, but they would have some kind of disciplinary action, something, and I would, and they might release them, even and with mm-hmm. with all the intention of quietly signing them under some kind of legends contract six months, twelve months later, you know, or or firing them and giving them a fat, you know, payout or or, or something to take care of them. But they would do the PR thing and do something. 
I don't think you could have Undertaker out there doing appointment plus Biden signs and blue lines. I don't think he could do that. He could do that. But certainly, Santana Garrett, jobber on NXT, if she gets on TV, can't be doing it if she wants to. You're not in that position. Stay under the radar. I guess. Um, so Ruby Riot to me is not like a surprise release, but I've said for years, like to me, she was going to be the next Natalia in that this is the glue of your division. This is who can have a good match. This is who can have a good match with anybody. Like, I don't know if you saw the, the tag team match they had on SmackDown, but like her and Liv were getting to it. Like, yeah, so. like, yeah, yeah Ruby Riot is, is, is a, a good hand. And I mean that purely as a compliment, man. I thought, I always thought she had a great look that they never really capitalized on. Like, this is, Ruby Riot is like, oh, go ahead, you got it. The reason I was pissed is because they just don't have the talent that they can just go out, go around releasing decent to good talent willy nilly. Like Ruby Riot is somebody in a pinch you can heat up, and she could do something uh, special. Or, at the very least, do what she's continued to do, which is be a good worker in the ring and and have a good look and have good ability. And just she's just good. Like, there's nothing, mm-hmm. uh, unless there's something personality-wise or backstage stuff, I just don't think she's the level, that level of talent you can just be like, that. Nah, we don't want you anymore. Yeah. And you wonder what it means for Liv Morgan. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you go from a trio to a really solid tag team to, you know, probably having to figure it out again, you know? Um, so, and I mean, again, I, like her offense is looking more crisp week by week. So, you know, I mean, maybe maybe she builds from this. Maybe she stands out after this. I don't know. But, um, yeah, we'll have to see. Uh, but I think that, you know, Ruby Riot, Heidi Lovelace, whatever she goes by, you know, later, she can get a job working anywhere. Man. She's that good, you know. Like like Serena Deeb is was always good, but like really honed her craft afterward and is like, you know, one of the highlights of the AEW pay per view and like the company in general. Like I really do enjoy her work and so like that's out there for Ruby Riot wherever she wants to go get it. So yeah. Yeah, and, and another um, thing you're you're handing the direct competition, uh somebody who can spit who can certainly Make money for AEW if done right. Ruby Riot can go, can go there, fit right in, style-wise. Uh, she doesn't have – I doubt she would be seen as, you know, some WWE cast-off, even though she, that's just in a sense that she, when you get released, you're cast-off by WWE. But she doesn't mm-hmm. have, like, a loser stink on her or, or anything like that. Like, they didn't keep her around <laughs> three years from now. They just had her jogging on TV for three years. Or doing nothing, or marginalizing her. Sure, but she's, I think, got a lot to give, and you won't even have to get over that. Okay, let's let's try to wash the WWE tank off of her. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, let's see. Okay, so Lana. Um, you know, Lana has, you know, was was manager for a long time. Um you know, moved to wrestler, has had some ups and downs, some weird storyline stuff, but I thought she was in her groove, man. I thought her and Naomi, like, like, 
before Naomi, just her like kind of getting the wins and being an underdog over Nia Jax and coming back from that and kind of finding herself and their act together. Like I thought it was like I thought she she really worked hard to get better and was better. You know, um, I don't like to group people with each other. Like just because you're married, I, I don't want to like you know say that, oh, your husband has a job somewhere, so now you're going to get a job somewhere. Or even your wife, like on either end. I don't think that's the coolest thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, like I, I do think there's opportunity for her. Um, and not even just in, in wrestling. Like, she has outside interests. So, you know, like if she wants to continue to do this, somebody will hire her. She's, she's good looking. She's athletic enough. Um, she's actually a funny character. So I think, yeah, she can uh, – you know, if that's what she wants to keep doing, she can do that, you know. Um, and I, I feel like if they wanted to do it, Miro's got that pull. You know what I mean? Like, they wanted him bad. They got him. They got him in a great position. Um, that's there, I think, if if they want to do that. So, um, and it would be a perfect time to reinvent their act as a duo. Exactly, exactly. And we can pretend like all this Lashley stuff and, you know, her kissing random guys, me with Dolph and all that. We can, get, we can pretend like that all never happened. And, yeah, no. Um, All right, so uh, Buddy Murphy. I think that Buddy Murphy was, you know, he was good when he was with Seth. Buddy Murphy is one of the best wrestlers, bell to bell, that they've had in a very long time. Like, him and Ali, him and Sid, like, like, Buddy Murphy is a stellar wrestler. Um, You know, isn't much on the mic, but so what? Like... (laughs) He's a bunch of guys who aren't as good on the mic as Buddy Murphy is in the ring. You know what I mean? Like, he's that good. Um, so is it a surprising release? I'll say no, but wherever he goes, like my man franchise talking about New Japan, wherever he goes, New Japan, ROH, AW, wherever you put him, he's going to shine. Like, I'd love to see him in MLW with those, you know, big, strong, athletic guys, um, you know, getting in for a while. But, you know, wherever he goes, he's fine. You know what I mean? Like, you can't uh, – that's one guy, like, you can't negate the talent. You know, what he can do in the ring is just better than what most people can do at whatever size. He's amazing. So good luck to him, man. Like, what a rough week and a half for dude. Man lost his pet pig, you know, and, and then, you know, now he's out. And he got to figure stuff out. Like, that's rough. It really is. Yeah. So. Wow. Yeah. So, you know, sure. good luck to Buddy. Um, Alistair Black. Uh, he actually spoke with uh, – I don't know if it was SRS. I don't want to discredit who he spoke to, so somebody in the chat can let me know who he interviewed with today. But, yeah, like a real real telling story. Oh, like, yeah, he was like, oh, like me and Vince um, – you know, me and Vince were good. Vince was a fan of the act. We we kept trying to figure out what to do. Oh, he was on his own Twitch stream. Wow. He was on his own Twitch stream. Okay. He was like, yo, like it wasn't no beef. Like, you know, we were trying to figure this thing out. We had been reworked. He said, Hunter was good to me. Vince was good to me. We were working on doing something new with the act. We had, okay, it was on Galena's channel. Okay. Um, you know, up in spirits, wishing it worked out. Didn't, and, you know, he said, September 2nd, I'm ready to go. So, I mean, that's a guy who, like, I, and I hate, I don't hate it, but, like, I understand the pushback when it comes to, like, immediate fantasy booking when somebody leaves. But, yeah, man, you can give him the dark order tomorrow, and it'll work. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hold up, yeah, hold yeah. up. It'll, it'll, just, it'll just work. Hold, hold up. That would be the thing to finally get the dark order over and, like, oh, shit. That was the, that was the plan all along two years ago. <laughs> yeah. 
Let me get the doctor uh, straight. Um, but yeah, man, yeah, he's uh, like as good as Buddy Murphy is to me. Alistair Black can do all the things. Like good on the mic, amazing look, amazing in ring stuff. Um, I like the guy personally. You know what I mean? Like all that stuff. Like yeah, he um. He stands for the things I would like to see people stand for. Like, yeah, he's he's, he's gonna get money wherever, man. Like, it's not I even mean, he's, like he's probably legit my favorite wrestler for uh, you know a stretch in like, twenty seventeen or eighteen or whatever. Oh, for sure, for sure. You know? Um, one interesting thing he said was uh, after that match with Dream, which is you know still like if you can stomach it, go back and watch that match with him and Dream uh, when he finally said Dream's name. And he said after that, they started letting him produce his own matches. Because oh, they were like, yeah, we, we see what you're doing. Like, you got this. Like, this thing. Oh, matter of fact, guys, me and Trav watched that match together uh, after Comic-Con at, at, the, at, Gus's, <laughs> at Gus's Fried Chicken Spot. Yeah, so that was, that was a cool moment, man. So, yeah, and exactly. He was the man before he got here. So, like, he's going to be the man after, man. So... Now that we've worked our way to it, let's talk about the big one. Braun Strowman. Um, Braun Strowman was universal champion as recently as last year. Um, Braun Strowman had a match with Shane McMahon uh, this WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Yeah, Braun Strowman was just in a triple threat title match, what, two months ago? Not even. Like, it was like, it was, yeah, a month and a half ago, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, so, which I want to know about Gus's Fried Chicken, boy, you better ask about me, franchise, I'm out here, baby. Mm. But, um, yeah, yeah, he's, um... So speculate on what, what could this have been about? Is this just... He he, makes a, everybody's saying, a, everybody's saying budget cuts, right? right? And before, before we do really quick, like, Braun Strowman, my thing is, like, I thought he was a lifer, like, he is... He's that big, he's that strong, he's athletic for that size, um, can get his point across in a promo. Like, like you know, he's not the best at anything, but he's good at so many things. And one of them is just being big, <laughs> being big with abs at that size and just always being able to – he's a guy you can always plug in as a contender. I can't even think of – like, what's a bad Braun Strowman match, genuinely? Like, for a guy I – mean, and I mean, you know, in the last – Three years, I should probably sure. qualify it, but like, yeah. you know, he's, he's, he's been he's been fine. He's been produced very well, and you know, whoever puts together his matches, you know, yeah, does a good job. He does a good job executing this stuff. Yeah, when you talk about speculation, um, franchise is hitting it on the head. Everybody's saying like a lot of these cuts are budget cuts, man. They're saying like this is like now. But there's a second part to that. Yeah, people are saying like, is are they selling the company? Are they selling the company? Are they selling the company? I'm like, I don't know about that, but you guys have triple threat with Lesnar and Kane. I could see why that would be bad. Um, <laughs> you know, I could I could see why. But people are saying they they talk about selling the company. Like again, we don't got no information. I ain't talking to nobody. I ain't sent way to email and nothing like that. But. To get rid of somebody because they're making too much money has not really been WWE's, like, method. You know what I mean? Like, it, it 
getting rid of that. Like, they don't play the game like I play Madden. Like, this wide receiver is making too much money, and I can bring in a rookie who can do the same thing he's doing, even though it's my fault I paid him so much. Like, they don't really run it like that. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Braun Strowman was probably one of the guys, one of the guys making – he's probably a top ten salary guy, you figure, right? Like, put it out there. Who you got? You got Roman, KO, Seth, Bobby, Drew at this point. Um, I feel like not even Kofi. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I feel like Sasha probably got a, a good deal. Um, but I don't, I don't, I can't name ten people that make more money. Oh, Charlotte for sure. I can't think of ten more people that make more money than Braun. Like, I don't think you can yeah. list ten on the roster. AJ for sure. AJ for sure. Brian when he was there. Um, Merc sales do go into yeah. it too, but that's you taking a cut of what they printing up for you. Oh, Roman's number one, Chris. I said that. Like, Roman's a guy, but. Yeah, I, I don't know if there are 10 people straight up. Miz probably getting it because uh, he's been there so long. Uh, but, yeah, Braun is like – Braun's up there. And so to get rid of somebody that high profile, and you got to wonder too, Trav, like Becky, Becky, absolutely. Don't let me disrespect the, the man. you got to wonder, Trav, like releasing Braun Strowman, is that, is that a kick? Is that supposed to give the rest of the locker room a shot in the arm? Like, yo, anybody can get it. So, yeah, what that's you gonna a good do? point. You yeah, anybody like, can get it, and he. And when you're thinking of uh, assets that you can try to make that point with, if you're asking me, okay, here's here's ten main eventers. Who can you? Who can we make a point with and not suffer on long term or on the other side too? Braun Strowman's that guy. Braun Strowman's probably going to get sacrificed nine out of ten times uh, in those situations because he's just as good as he is. He is still just okay at mm-hmm. a lot of things that are very important to being, you know, marketable pro wrestler. Um, I don't think he, there's any there's any fear in him going to AEW. Like, could he go to New Japan or maybe not even New Japan, but a, a Japanese promotion to be like a, a – well, is he even willing to do that? you got to remember, he's WWE born and bred. Uh, think about the attitude he has about other – about indie wrestlers and wrestlers that were, uh, you know, out of, out of work and stuff a year ago. And I don't know if he has that in him. After being, God, this is such a terrible way to think about what these guys do. But pampered, you know, he just now he didn't live that life of an indie wrestler. What at NXT as a as a guy who probably was pegged to eventually you're going to get on TV. You're too big not to. I'm sure that was the attitude he was, you know, met with a lot of times. Absolutely, absolutely. Older guys and producers and stuff. Yeah, and I think that like. I be having to tell people, like, because y'all see me on Twitter, and I be cutting up on Twitter, like, I, I do tend to be, like, when we actually talk about this stuff, I pull back just a little bit. Like, he was talking out his ass about something he didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what he was doing. But I also don't think that he's going to have to actually go to the back of the line. You know what I'm saying? Like, you are a former 
top champion in WWE as recently as a year ago, a year and change, right? So my thing is not where is he going. My thing is who's going to offer him the most money. Because, like, AEW don't give a fuck about you not liking indie wrestling. And and we got to say this, like, if, if wrestling taught us anything, it ain't really a peer's feel about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, Velveteen made it a year longer than we thought he would with nobody liking him. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's not so much about like and respect. It's about does the promoter think you can make them money? So, yeah, man. I, I, well, I in AEW's case, do you think they're going to bring him over so he can run through their roster and get over the way he would need to get over on their guys? I mean, Nero just ran through Lance Archer. He's Miro, right. In a, in, a, in a fantastic, fantastic big man match. Boy, are those two athletic. Wow. Um, Lance Archer should not be able to bump around like that. He, but I, I, I think I, I can't see why not. I'm, I'm only going by who they brought in, um, who is basically everybody. Like, who, who did they pass on that, that got released? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think it's just a matter of time. And, yeah, you know, like, God bless him. He, you know, you're that big. You work at being that big. Um, you're competent in the ring. Um, you ain't really hurt nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, franchise, chill out. Chill out, Zack Ryder. They they brought him in long enough to so get a little bread. But, yeah, no. It was, yeah, no. Um, but yeah, Trav, genuinely, man, I think it's just a matter of time, dude, um, before he's over there. Because, and, and the biggest thing is this, like, I say AEW because I can't see him anywhere else. Like, I can't see him doing what New Japan would ask him to do as far as getting that physical. Um, right. You know what I'm well, saying? Like, I, I don't think it's the fit. Uh, it, it, he, he'd be used to the big physical spot. Yeah, I, I, don't mean, I don't mean physical like... You know, punch in the face, kicked in the ribs. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know. That's, that's I, point. I don't know if they have the money, but boy, would he fit in NWA. Like, studio wrestling? Yeah, yeah. Because you get to see how big he is. Like, you get to make that spectacle out of him like you watch him wrestling on Saturday morning, and boy, is this guy bigger than this other guy we never heard of. Strowman um, Aldis? Is that who we were? Yeah, I mean, Aldis been look. Aldis been he was salty on Twitter at my man looking for a match. He <laughs> Nick Aldis was like, I ain't passed on nobody. I ain't said I wouldn't wrestle nobody. I'm always ready to go. Like, dog, he didn't even say that about you. Like he was just like, y'all haven't like went to a like y'all haven't. Went over to AEW. That's all he's saying. Like the belt hasn't shown up. How I'm much? Tripping, how much? How much money is Scott Steiner demanding? If he, if he, if they can afford Scott Steiner, they can afford Strowman. Scott Steiner in 2021. What's he getting? Get paid. Wait, is Scott Steiner in his is in his fourth decade wrestling? Probably. That sounds about yeah. right. No, is it? No, is it his fifth decade? Fifth. fifth That's five, yeah. right? Jesus. Hey, get to it. Yeah, yeah. My point is he's not <laughs> demanding what a Braun Strowman would demand. That's ridiculous. Hey, sidebar yeah. really quick, Trav. Paying him that. You're absurd as a promoter. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sidebar. Um, I said something last night 
on stream or on uh, on Twitter as I get up to get a drink. Um, I said something last night, and you tell me if you agree with me if I was out of line because I, I wasn't being mean about it. I was just kind of stating the obvious. I said L.A. Night would have been the shit in 
and now they want you to go and kind of relearn the thing that you're doing. Um, not everybody's built for that. So if he didn't wrestle again until they had, you know, whatever space he needed to bring him back, I would understand. I would get that, you know. Um, man, that's a big cut, though. That, that That's not one I saw coming. If you told me who is going to be in WWE until they decide to leave, um, he's on that short list of people. Hey, Cam, you want to know what I was doing when I got that alert and uh, looked at my phone and saw that Strowman got cut? Well, you know. My first uh, Ace Benedict sample uh, breakfast. We got to talk about that. We got to talk about that. <laughs> What's there to talk about? Everybody Why is it surprising that somebody – it took me to my late 20s, early 30s to, find, to get a breakfast burger, like a burger with a fried egg on top that you can – that's got the sunny side up egg. Because for years I just was conditioned, and for good reason, uh, you know, that yolk shit was gross. Like I'm not a toast you can't. You can't condition yourself, though. You decided. No, I'm saying when you're a kid, when I was little and I saw that, was like – Oh, okay. And it just stuck with me till I, you know, was like, you know what? Be an adult to eat the thing and get over. You know, if it's still gross, it's gross. And it's like, oh, this is kind of fire. <laughs> so, yeah, the eggs yeah. Benedict. We were, um, I don't, you weren't with us the second time in New Orleans, but no. I got seafood Benedict. Oh, um, I love runny eggs. Shit, I don't care what nobody say. But, um, Travis, who told you? Not, and I know it wasn't me. I'm not saying that, but hmm. like nothing. We'll talk about it later. I'm just 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 believe people. They they we don't we don't tell you wait, to wait, try. Wait, wait. This isn't this isn't like, like somebody's been telling you you gotta eat eggs with a dick. I I know, but I'm just saying now. This is a great learning experience. You, I think you thought you'd hate. I think you thought you'd hate. You ended up liking. And so let's just, going forward. Just, this is one of the things you're absolutely allowed to, especially as an adult, go revisit and go, oh, this tastes, I, I don't hate cauliflower like I used to. It's still not a yeah, go-to. I agree. But it used to be the I agree. worst. It used to be Asparagus is mine. Yeah, asparagus <laughs> is mine. I used to hate so, it. My mother. My mother's a fantastic cook, but she used to yeah. cook. I don't know how she used to make asparagus and scalloped potatoes, but they were dog shit. And I told her as an adult, <laughs> Mom, you're a fantastic cook. Those were dog shit. You got to do that. And, and she's improved. Um, mm. Good on her. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. B-rating rate, B from her son. Um, so I'm going to pull up. I don't know everybody's seen it. I'm going to pull up my screen to show them this. Uh, Trav, did you get to watch all of Double or Nothing? No. I oh, saw no. all the highlights of the, main, of the uh, stadium match. Okay. Um, a fantastic pay-per-view. I, I, it's just fantastic. Um, having a live crowd there absolutely adds to everything. Like, I, I, I know how big of a deal that is, right? Um, nobody can see my screen yet. Let me share my screen. Oh, let's see. Window capture. I'm figuring to switch thing out, man. Um, if you figure it out, I was just confused yeah. the other night. Like, what, what is all that? Okay, look at that chat. Urban Meyer posts a tweet, um, and it is him, Tony Khan, 
Ref Aubrey's back there. Um, my my former alma mater's coach Charlie Strong, who I love to death. Uh, MJF and Chris Nakamura's Jericho there, dancing around, looking at yeah, hi Nakamura, looking at the highlights of the Stadium Stampede match. Yeah, um, and I don't I don't give a fuck about kayfabe. I know they try to kill each other, but I also understand the game. Like. They keep the people in business happy. So, did you see Charlie Strong and uh, Urban Meyer in the match, Travis? Yes, that's the main part that I saw. Okay. So, yeah, um, double or nothing. Um, like I just want to. Objects to hit. Yeah, it was literally. I was like, yo, why won't you toss him? Why won't you toss him the footballs? Why are you actually overhanding them, Charlie? But, Charlie, Charlie. Um, and Jericho made every catch and was hitting. Yo, he broke that laptop on him. I don't care what you say. That shit hurt. Ain't no way that didn't hurt. Um, Were you about to praise yeah. Jericho for hitting him with each ball? As if he wasn't no, I'm, I'm one saying feet away it, from? it was hilarious. No, I'm saying <laughs> I don't understand why Charlie Strong threw the ball to him overhand. That's oh, what I'm saying. Hey, I don't know. Like, what are you doing, Chuck? But uh, I enjoyed it. So I want to run through it really quickly because I know you didn't yeah. see it. Um I actually, uh, yeah, Serena Deeb and Riho, 14 minutes. Uh, Serena Deeb is a fantastic women's champion. Um, I wish WWE would have used her more, but they weren't really wrestling, wrestling with women at that and point. she was so she back then, too. Yeah. So she's, she's in her group. So, so that combination of they weren't really in the business of promoting women as legit athletes like they are now, and she was just super new. Uh, and had her own issues like that she went through shortly. Yeah, she's going through it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Paige and Brian Cage, Travis. I've seen a lot of openers. Nothing will ever top. Uh, Kurt Angle, Rey Mysterio, but this was amazing. Like Brian Cage at that size does all the moves. Um. Adam Page is, is really, really, really good. Like, they, there's a bunch of near falls. And, you know, it ends with Starks and Hook. Uh, also, Hook wore, and y'all will know, he wore those uh, black and red Air Force Ones. I ain't seen them in, like, 10 years. I was like, who has those? It was pretty amazing. Page with the crazy pop at the beginning. So, basically, Hook and Ricky Starks come out to distract uh, Page. Brian Cage ain't having it. Shoes them off hit with uh, the buckshot Larry and uh, Paige wins. So he gets his win back from when he got attacked before the match. But uh, Cage showed love. Cage is going to turn eventually. I thought that was really fun. Um, the Bucks, Eddie Kingston, Moxley. Moxley comes out to wild thing with Eddie Kingston. The crowd is nuts for it. Um, probably my favorite Bucks match. Got to be real. Probably my favorite Young Bucks match. They the bullshit was to a minimum. There was still some bullshit. Like, Trav, have you seen any highlights of that match? No. Shout out to Darrell for the gift subs. Um, yeah. Shout out to that. Um, so, at one point in the match, uh, Kingston is, you know, incapacitated at ringside. Nick Jackson is holding Moxley and is about to pull him up for a power bomb. And, of course, they do the shield spot. Where Roman does the U.I. thing. <laughs> I was like, you fucking cornballs. You can't resist. 
But um, yeah, as far as like did it work? Did it match, pop the crowd? I don't remember. It happened so quickly. It was stupid. They, it didn't work. They didn't do it. But uh, oh, Moxley okay. is like I understand Moxley's a big deal. Um, he was the hottest free agent at one point, the multiple time world champion. Um, you know all that stuff. Travis, he's really good. He's really good. Like. He was he was fantastic in that match. I don't know if you know he's really good, but I feel like people talk about liking him a lot. People talk about like his deathmatch stuff, and he's tough, and he's edgy, and all that stuff. He's really, really good. Like, yeah. What he do was I the do best thing these... in that match. I'm sorry. Give subs? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Did I click on it? Thank you. Yeah, I think if you get a sub, that means somebody sub to me, and eventually I get some bread, something like that. I don't know how Indians works, man. Oh, so I don't I just want to kick you. Um, wow. Um, but yeah, probably my favorite Young Bucks match. They retained in that match. Uh, some really fun stuff did happen in that. Jungle Boy. Uh, who took the pinfall? I didn't hear if you said. Uh, I want to say Eddie Kingston. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But, so, no, it was, it was Moxley. It was Moxley. Moxley took the pinfall. Uh, I think, yeah, I'm remembering that right. Moxley took it. Um, I think it okay. was to super mega ultra they were kicking it they would put knees in that man's face all kind of sagat shit and knock him the fuck out yeah a bunch of bte tra- i'm not gonna say that name craig this shit is corny but they was hitting that man with mad knees and the chest and in the face and shit double knee at the same time like they was on moxley's head that shit was crazy um all right jungle boy wins the casino battle royal for a future AEW world title match um eliminated christian cage at the end uh it was pretty fun it was like on some weird shit like okay if you if instead of like your number in the royal rumble if you drew this suit of cards you five come out at this time this and that you know all that shit uh and yeah Darrell, shout out to hooking everybody up man i appreciate it um so there's a wild card like there's a joker that comes out trav and the joker was leo rush so leo rush is not fully in aew but i think they have a working relationship to where he can pop up you know when it's time to pop up um, but yeah, Jungle Boy has a world title match in like two weeks. So salute, Cody Rhodes and Anthony Agogo. They already announced it. Yeah, when they announced did, it when that night. It? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Cody Rhodes, Anthony Agogo. Um, not a great match. Definitely went too long. Went it went almost eleven minutes. Uh. Anthony Ogogo actually does have all the athleticism in the world. Like, he did some pretty cool stuff. But, like, I just – I don't understand Cody winning that match. I don't get what you get from that. Like, I understand it's Anthony Ogogo's third match. Like, I do get that part. But it wasn't like they let Cody go out there and show him what wrestling was. You know what I mean? Like, it's your third match. I'm sure you goes. Like, it was like any other high stakes, hit a move, don't hit a move match. Like, it was cool. Like, I, but I, I'm excited for Anthony Ogogo's future. I think he really did. Did he seem like he belonged in there with the... Uh, yeah, with man. He was in splashes and all kinds of... And Olympic slams, all kinds of wild shit. Like, he's... Yeah, he looked like he could wrestle. So, yeah. Um, Miro and Lance Archer. Uh, Miro wins clean. This yeah. the match you're talking about? So they good. beat the shit out of each other. But they... It's, it's weird to say they beat the shit out of each other, but Miro also dominated. Like... He, they got physical. Lance Archer at six seven or whatever should not be able to flop around like that. He's really, really good at selling. Uh, Jake Roberts comes to the ring with the snake. 
Miro slapped his ass and then threw the snake way up the entrance ramp. This shit was hilarious. Um, yeah, but that was a good match. But Miro, I think it was the shortest match of the night, as a matter of fact. Clocked it at 9.50. Um, ended up winning that. Give me one second. Oh. We're getting hot in here. Yeah. All right, so Britt Baker defeats Sheeta by submission for the title. I love Britt Baker and Rebel in their homage to Scott Hall. They had the the blood dripping off of the uh, off of the gear, both of them. Uh, real hard hitting match. Sheeta with them forearms is going crazy. They went seventeen twenty. It never felt like it was lauding or boring. Um, Britt Baker wins the title, and Britt Baker is like the most over person in AEW. Like, just is. Um, yeah, man. She's the most over person in the whole company. Crowd went crazy when she won. And what's cool about them going crazy when she won, they were still showing Sheeta love before and after the match. So it wasn't like, we don't like her and we like you. It was like, we rock with her, but we see what you've been doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Like, like they smoked it. And Britt Baker is like, yeah, she's the one right now. Everybody loves her. And I just want to say, while we got people on stream, because I know y'all be on the Twitter machine too, anybody who's saying WWE missed on Britt Baker needs to shut the fuck up. They do. Like, so she was enhancement talent. She was enhancement talent. Like, would you say would you say they missed on MJF? Because he was, like, with Samoa Joe one time? Like, no, that's not how it works. You bring in local talent um to do things and you don't always get to evaluate everybody like it's not how it works you know what i'm saying so no they didn't miss they never had her <laughs> yeah. i mean a year coming ago, to my uh, job in, in AEW, we were talking about how green she still was it wasn't what? until somehow she got a knee injury and got better, <laughs> you know immediately better as the knee healed it was like wait big difference uh, to me shows and i'm sure it helps that you live with one of the best wrestlers on the planet. Like, I'm sure that happens. That is also right? a thing. Like, yeah, so it, it might have been, she might have just, it might have just finally clicked for her. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I want to show her respect because I certainly don't want to, like, of course, Deanna Perrazzo is smoking it where she is, right? Um, I want to show love, but, like, Britt Baker's like a whole actual dentist. Like, she has excelled at two things now. Most people never excel at right? Like, it don't work like that. So, yeah, but she put in the work, man, got crazy on the mic, um, and now, yeah, she's the world champ, so salute to her, man. Um, Darby Allen and Sting defeat Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. Uh, Sting looked good. <laughs> he looked good for a guy who hasn't done it in a long time and has been doing it for a long time. Being in there with Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky helps because, like, Scorpio Sky can bump like crazy. Travis, Ethan Page, and Darby Allen's not a big man. I, I admit that. He right. threw Darby Allen from the ring onto his brother in the front row. What? He cleared the whole gap? He, yeah. he cleared the whole gap. Like military <laughs> press, press, gorilla press, press, threw him. Gorilla press over the top rope. Across the mats, over the barricade. And who did this? <laughs> Eastern Page. All ego. Bigger, you know. Yeah. Actually, actually, no. I don't know. If last time you saw Ethan Page, he has he he turned that into muscle. 
Like he really did put in the work. So he's he's always been like a big strong guy. Like apparently, but like no, yeah. And I was talking to somebody um, who I guess trained with him, and they were like, no, nah, yeah, he's a real deal. Like this ain't no smoke and mirrors. Like he can really do that. So and you know, Scorpio Sky was selling like crazy. The finish is. Scorpio Sky going for something and Sting hitting him with Scorpion Death Drop to win. It was it was a good match. Like, I can't even can't knock it. Would knock it. Like she was cool. Um, Omega defeats Orange Cassidy and Pac by I'm not gonna call him Pac. I read Pac every time. Uh, he defeats him in 27 minutes. Um, Travis, the day Orange Cassidy wins that world title you are going to hear the loudest pop in the history of the world. <laughs> they love Orange Cassidy, and they have everything to love about him, man. He was great in that match. He really does understand when to be Orange Cassidy and when to be Ray Phoenix. He gets it. Off-on switch that really does work. Um, we know how good Pac is. Like, we know. You know, he's. they were hitting brain busters and DDTs and Orange punches and all kinds of shit. Like, it was crazy. Like, it was a great match. Um, a lot of near falls. Was that last one when they broke up. Um, isn't it an orange punch? Is that no, what he does? No. Orange crush? <laughs> something? Um, and Kenny Omega is that dude. Like, there's no way around it. So, here's what I didn't like. The finish, Trav, he hit, he hit Pat with all three title belts in succession. Wait, he... Hit him, picked up another one, hit him, picked up another, dropped it, picked up another one, and like that, instead of just hitting him three times yes. with the same one. Yes, yes. <laughs> fucking Lord. I was like, no, because I even said, this is stupid and great. Like, this is stupid and great, because it fits. But um, I, if, if there's, well, it's one I, I want you to go back when you get a chance, go back and watch the Britt Baker match. Um, okay. I think you should watch. Yeah, I think you have fun. Yeah, I think you'd have fun with the uh, with the the tag match and with the with the Bucks match and the Miro match, but um, yeah, the Omega Cassidy pack they picked the the right three guys. Like that was a lot of fun. Um, in the main event, Inner Circle defeats Pinnacle, so they don't have to break up. Uh, oh. there was cool stuff about it, like the Jericho MJF stuff. They are believable as rivals, as mentor and mentee, as I want your spot. Um, Sammy Guevara is just a genius when it comes to wrestling moves. Like, he can just do everything. Uh, They had a real cool spot where, like, I love teams that don't like each other but respect each other. Like, I like that old school feel. So they go to, like, a nightclub inside Daly's Place, of course. And it's Santana and Ortiz and... FTR sitting across from each other. They each take a shot and toast each other, and then they get to beating the shit out of each other. I love that shit. I love that. I love it. <laughs> it was so fun. Um, you love it like that's how... Wait, wait, wait. Remember when we were uh, wherever we were? It was the first time Dre came down here with me when I would do my Austin visits. And, and I don't want to say we. You almost got into a fight with that tweaker guy, the tall, like six three, skinny dude. To play. I do remember. Weird looking girlfriend. Um, so before you were ready to punch him in his face and fight and throw him across the bar and stuff, did you want to toast him one of those nice blue uh, blue mixed drinks you were drinking? No, because I didn't have respect for him. <laughs> okay. Like no, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know. I'm, 
I've gotten into it with people I respect, and there's a there's a conversation beforehand, and there's being cool afterwards. But no, I, I really did appreciate that. Like that was a cool spot. And then yeah, so they're there and they're dressed like like they're in like their cutoffs and their jeans, like cutoff t shirts and jeans. And Tully is there with them too in cutoffs and jeans. And Tully's about to pop off and then like the light comes on and Conan's the one DJing. So he stops the bullshit. Oh, yeah, so that was cool. And yeah, it was cool Conan getting involved. But uh it was it was a fun match. Like there were some cool spots. Um Did he did Conan do anything with, physically? Uh I think he like threw like a punch or stopped uh I'm wondering can he uh Tully from doing stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the the finish, uh Sammy and uh Sean Spears. Sean Spears had a really cool visual of like Sammy searching for him like at the other at the stadium and then it pans to him in the dark, and then the light comes on, and it's him sitting on a chair, surrounded by chairs, banging a chair on the ground. And I even tweeted, oh, I get it, because he likes chairs, right? But uh, <laughs> but no, the finish was Sammy and getting the pin on uh, Sean Spears in Daly's place, crowd going wild. Uh, Inner Circle comes in and celebrates, and yeah, it was it was it was a good pay per view, man. Like they they really haven't missed yet. That was a good pay per view. And how, what are the odds that the Inner Circle is not a thing at the end of the year? I don't know if it needs to be. Like I think that Santana. Then have the, the team, the Pinnacle. You're trying to get those guys over. Then you do the skip. <laughs> Break them up. The yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. The last two weeks, everything lined up. Them, them as a team, it's running their course. Them as a babyface team, it's not. That's not whatever. And you can't have yeah. two bad guys factions made of factions like that. We've been through all the reasons why it made so much sense that the Pinnacle win and blow off that feud and win the feud. And Inner yeah. Circle wins and watch they're broken up by. I think. I do think it's better for Jericho. I think it's better for Jericho being in a group, less for him to do, but he can still maximize the talking. Um, I don't know if Sammy Guevara is ready to really get out on his own. So Jericho, Hager, and Sammy, I think should roll together. Santana and Ortiz don't need this. Like they need to be tag teaming against tag teams. Like that's what they should do. Um. Can we hey, can we squash something right now though, Trav? Like now that we're kind of shifting away from this show, can we squash something? Man? And also, everybody, so you know, AEW is on Friday nights the next two weeks, and so not tonight, not next week. Uh, so somebody tried to say that Judas is the most over theme song since Steve Austin. Um, they're wrong. I'm, yeah, I'm not saying it's not over, but immediately I was like, Nakamura's theme doesn't have words, and everybody sings it. Yeah. Like, the night that Nakamura came out to challenge John Cena, Judas will never do that. And it's not no disrespect, but, like, niggas ain't singing Judas. I'm not singing Judas. I'm not learning the words to that. But I'll go. Uh, 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 that changes music. Give them a different interest to keep people from 
you know, yeah. people to fuck up when they turn them heel. For sure. So we can get that baby face power seeming like a baby face power. Everybody yeah. Music. I, yeah, I would say Batista's music at certain points was over more than Batista, or over more than Judas. Uh, Bobby Roode's song, Glorious, was wild over. Glorious is. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Come on. Yo, Bobby Roode didn't yeah. even have to do shit. Like, that was wild. He got the main roster because it, of that. Yeah. I'd say Ballard. Yeah. I'd say Ballard's music was wild over. Um,. And WWE does a great job of not making their songs complicated. Like, they, they do do that. Um, but, like, if over means I sing your song, Nakamura is blowing Jericho stuff out the water. Because you got to you gotta go out of your way to learn Judas or be on the payroll and they tell you you need to learn this shit if you want to. Mandatory, mandatory, mandatory. Yeah, no. Sure. Travis, that was hilarious. I, I couldn't even laugh. Hilarious. <laughs> Wait, did you come up with that right now, or have you been working? No, 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 no. That's a literal, that's an actual song. Somebody came up with lyrics and all about how oh, okay. it's mandatory for those for the AEW crowd yeah. that they send out there to to sing along like a bunch of idiots. Like it's the most exciting fucking time of their life every time. <laughs> really Culture personality. I, I try to give. I don't think that's fair because that was a a big song before it was his song. Like. Yeah, I think that's a yeah, little unfair. But, but listen, that, you know, you hear that, and they go nuts. But listen, but yeah, are you trying to tell me that song. Judas was more over than Kurt Angle's theme song? People oh, put words to the song; they made up their own lyrics to that shit. Like no, and, and like, that joke oh, went over. That joke was told in 2002 when Edge started doing the use up to to Kurt. And it caught on. And they did that and it's 20 years. until, he, yeah, still, today. <laughs> yeah. It don't I'm go away, stopped, right? Though. It never stops. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, man. No, 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 no. And, that's not, and none of this is a knock to Judas, but I think that we do these things where we want AEW to be Wait. successful, so we Wait. lie about AEW. Every version of Rock Song is over like a fucking... For sure. Yeah. So, Jungle Boy... I, I'm very sensitive about Jungle Boy's theme. That was Peanut's favorite theme, so well, I agree. Okay. I think love that, but that's 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 tough. Um, it is no well, well, franchise. We're not talking about good theme songs. We're talking about the literal, visual, and audible reaction to a song being played. Like, like yeah, no, no, no. They sing during Kurtz. They sing during Nakamura's. Glorious, they go crazy. Like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, if their most popular New Day's, you know, song was really, really because it's just so it's so easy to clap to and the whoa, whoa we're pretending whoa, like yeah. we're pretending like the same white folks who sang Judas weren't rapping along to Word Life like John Cena <laughs> was it that man like come on uh, what are we yeah. talking about like this shit is crazy man and as a matter of fact the first year of the new one or the one after Word Life the Ding, 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 ding. That was the shit too for a little while. We acting like Devil Dude. Yeah. We acting like Judas is more over than I hear voices in my head. Like, come on, what are you talking about? And again, I'm not saying it's not fire. What I'm saying is, it's arranged when you say, in a way. When you say it's the you most over, it? blah blah blah, or since X Y Z, 
<laughs> and as the stone cold happens to be in that person you're comparing them to, you're setting yourself up for people to be like, well, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? What about this one? And, you know, it doesn't mean, like you say, it's not like shit. Let's just one. stop it's the just fucking like, cat. Mm, like, no. Yeah. Let's just stop no, the fucking cat. Not. That's yeah, not cool. Yeah. You don't got a lot of kick it. Like it's a it's a big song. There's a a very clear strong reaction to it, but it ain't AEW's going to run a huge building one day and maybe of the 50,000 people you'll have 40,000 people singing that song. It's possible. It ain't probable. Like that's just not how it goes down. Like we got to have some respect, man. But um okay. Uh Travis, can we talk about the actual best match of the week? Which was? The fucking Usos and the Street Profits. My ah, God. Yes. Yo! How yeah. fucking good was that, man? Like, and for one, it was like their first match. Of course. Jimmy they have never wrestled. They have never wrestled before. Yeah. There's no house shows. Like, maybe there's right. practice for sure, but... Yo, like, and again, I, I want to give credit where credit is due. Angelo Dawkins, okay? Angelo Dawkins has evolved into this hard-hitting power wrestler who we we, we, we talked for, for months about, man, it's going to be rough for him when Montez Ford goes solo. Angelo Dawkins held up his end of a match with three other guys who can do all the things you've ever wanted to do. It was so good. It was so good. The way that the Usos won by trust. Um, when trust is the issue in the whole storyline, yeah, it, that, it was, ooh, man, I might go back and watch that. That was a great fucking match. It was great. Yeah, no, it was it was really good, and the finish was super exciting, and it was like, you know, you had, it was a tag match, so they didn't do interfere, outside interference. It's like you're just pulling your guy out. Uh, and, and Montez went up and, you know, poor guy had to, you know, came up empty on that frog splash. And, you know, at, and that was after, you know, doing that su- superb dive over the gulp, uh, ring post, not over the top rope, over the ring post with a person draped over it. And it's like the distance and height you got to get to make that move. Nowhere the landing close. area is so small. Yeah, you know, nowhere close to the barrier. Like, they were close to the, to, the, to the turnbuckle. My man was flying. Yo. Yeah. So, all the shit they were talking before the match, which came from a place of respect. Like, I love, again, I love when it comes from respect, but it's also, you can't fuck with me. I, lo- I love it. Oh. You don't it, run it's this almost like, tag division. You used to run this tag division. <laughs> yo. And yeah. then, like, the fact that, and again, we, we know how good the Street Profits are, but you're not brothers. Like, oh, I love it. Cause you, oh, it's so and good. Man, both teams was talking that shit, and neither one of them got the title, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We all working our way up, but like again, the Uso saying, uh, Jimmy Uso saying, yo, to get back on track, we got to face the Street Profits. Like they don't do that. It doesn't happen in just everyday wrestling. Now, like yo, the only way we are gonna get right is if we face this top team. Like I. I SmackDown is so good. Yeah. SmackDown is so good. Like, it really like is. It, just, it, it is the, the one show that, like, that every week, uh, if, if, if they don't necessarily have a bunch of great matches, 
they usually bring it with interviews and promos. And most weeks they have a nice balance of both. It is the most consistent show. Uh, I'd say for the last year, but probably uh, probably longer. I think ever since Love that match. I think ever since NXT had started going head up and went to two hours, SmackDown became the better the better more most consistent show. Right. So uh, really quick, um, yeah. I just want to say like, and, and and what improves on it is. Roman being like, yo, yeah, go ahead and have the match, have the match. Then they win the match, and Roman's like, that's great that you won. Like, y'all are doing your thing, but I just don't want you to go back to it being which one are you. Like, yo, he's such a fucking sociopath in a way that they've never portrayed anybody. Like, this is so, like, of course, uh, WCW... ECW Alliance, Steve Austin was a sociopath, right? Of course, The Rock, heel face, animal, mineral, vegetable is a sociopath. Of course, Evolution Triple H is a sociopath. But the way that they always do it is so over the top. You know what I mean? Like, it's so in your face. But the way Roman does it is so different. And, like, you know, you know who Roman is, Travis? I'm leaving the room so you can't see my face. You can see when he says it. You know who he really is, Travis? He's who he's the evolution of what Sean O'Hare was supposed to be. The I'm not telling you anything you you didn't already know. Exactly. Hmm. Yo, I'm just keeping it a buck with you, but right. uh yeah, he, this thing is working, and you want to do something different? Like, Roman, these are probably like, real conversations that they have. Like, ooh, so I don't want to go back to the who, who, yeah. which one are you? I don't want to go back to that yeah. who. You know, you can just like, see them like backstage, again. like, or in the car or whatever, just, you know. They don't have different haircuts by mistake. Like, right, they don't have the knee brace. You know, now Jimmy's got the knee brace, and it's another distinguishing. Yeah. Like, there's no twin magic, and they've, they've never actually played them up like that, but, right. like, yeah. And, and I, yeah, I, and I love, yeah, I love the New Day touching on, is it, you know what's funny? One of them is actually, like, significantly taller than the other, if you really look at them. It's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but I love the... The, uh, the Street Profits bringing up, like, that they used to do the haka and doing the dance and all that kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. franchise, that's what the fuck I just said, franchise. <laughs> but, yeah, um, you know, so there are differences between them. But, again, like, it's just like you said, like, I think those are real conversations they have. Like, yo, we, we all want to really get this money one day, so what we got to do? You know what I'm saying? Like, how – and I don't want it to happen because I love them together, but, man, could you imagine, like – Jay being Intercontinental Champion and Jimmy being US TNT Champion. No, TNT oh. Champion. What? And just like, you know, and then they just call each other on Skype. <laughs> and just sit there with the belt and be cool. Craig, it was Woods and Orton this week. It was Woods and Riddle, I think, last week. No, he's just saying he heard it was good, but no, Woods, uh, Woods and Riddle was stupid. <laughs> it was stupid good. Uh, yeah. Woods is just oh, so let's do it. Great transition. I don't really have anything else for SmackDown unless you do. Nah. 
Okay. Kofi Kingston and Drew McIntyre. Travis, what year is Kofi Kingston in? Of his run here, it's got to be in like year 14. I'm going to look at it. Kofi Kingston debuted in WWE in 2007. So this is year 14. How does Kofi Kingston look like he just started in a good way? Like, these are new moves. (laughs) What is he doing? Like, he's he's every bit as good as advertised. He really is. And we, we always talk about how good Drew is, but... Boy, they put on a banger in that main event. I didn't know what they were I wasn't a fan of it. I wasn't a fan of how they told that story. Yeah. I mean, Kofi got a really good promo. You know, he had a good interview backstage. Well, well, again, I'm I'm literally talking bell to bell. That's what I'm saying. I know, I know. I get you. Okay, okay. You got it, you got it. And they they told the story of, you know, how Drew took the cheap shot at him and whatever. And they just like, I'm – you know, I'm going to beat you tonight. And I'm not saying every time you say I'm going to beat you or I'm going to do something, you got to do it. That's just how you know, competition works. Uh, you should feel like you're going to beat everybody, and then, you know, you're not. But the match, they, the story they told in the match of Kofi being dominated through the match, they did a similar version, not as good, of what Karrion Cross and Finn Balor did, where he just, you know, Kofi just wouldn't give up. He just kept coming back because they're just different wrestlers, Kofi and Finn, uh, different different babyface acts. But but it just was so anticlimactic, and I don't know if it's because I watched with Natalie, and it was. I think she was kind of. Um, she saw somebody, the promo. please donate a gift sub right now. Oh, shit. Every time Travis references his shit. girlfriend, somebody please donate a gift sub to somebody. Um, <laughs> we should just make that a thing. Ding, ding, ding. Cut the promo. And I think she was like, oh, you know, I I like this guy. And then he just kind of gets trounced in the match and dominated physically and then then lost pretty decisively. Obviously very plainly. It just was, I don't know, it was a good match. I wasn't mad at how they they executed their moves and all that. It was a good match in that way, but... I was not ready. I didn't expect Kofi to be the number one contender going into a Hell in a Cell match with Bobby Lashley. It just makes storyline sense that Drew would be there, even if it don't make sense as far as our nerves as a fan seeing these people for the fifth straight fucking month. <laughs> it, yeah, it would have been nice if Kofi just got to not look like a fucking chump. Mm. Like, he talked about the Brock Lesnar and, and was like, yeah, you know, it happened. If you blinked, you might not have saw it. And then they started to match it off the same way. I was like, oh, shit. No, they're not going to have. <laughs> it would just do the same thing. But no, they dragged that ass looking out for 15 minutes. And yeah, yeah, there was just not a, it wasn't a ton of redeeming. It wasn't like in loss, you go, well, down the line, boy, that Kofi, you three months, you, you know, you might see him in a title picture. I don't know. Not after a loss like that. And it really just, yeah, I don't know. If you talk, oh, yeah, I beat Bobby Lashley no matter how I did it. So you think, oh, they're going to, like, try to keep him, 
heated up in some ways. Again, it's not like they got time or, or they have just this roster full of main event talent that they can they're just throwing around every month for pay-per-views and they got all these exciting new matchups. Kofi Kingston is a guy that they certainly could could plug in and I thought that's what they were going to do over the summer. I think they really yeah. hurt that if that's what they were going to do. And now I think, well, I they think, didn't probably ever plan on having them be featured this summer. Yeah. I think they're getting Drew the fuck out of here after Hell in a Cell, though. I think I think they're getting Drew out of here. I think they're having an actual Hell in a Cell match. I think Bobby's going to bust his ass, and that's going to be open the door for new guys. I think that's the only way to go because, you know, he's had shot after shot. Um, I think it's time. And, like, the people are souring on Drew. Like, I like Drew, but the people are souring on Drew. So have the decisive loss. Uh, let him go do something else, man. Travis, do you hear? Are you having thunder and lightning where you are? Because, whoa, that came no. out of nowhere. Yeah, no. it's popping off up here. See, yeah, uh, but, yeah um, when I look up that way, it's a little sky's kind of dark. I see it coming. What do you, um, you got Drew winning the title back franchise? That's why we don't ask you about shit, because you make shit up that we don't believe in. Um, what do you think about uh, Shayna and Alexa? Well, it was a clunky way to, to, you know, it was like, oh, I figured this was coming, but it just was this weird mm-hmm. way of, they, they went out of their way to have a pancake match with him, or a patty cake match with her, her Shayna and, and Reginald, you know, where no one gets, there's not, it's not a real match because they're clearly, they don't want certain, you know, like Shayna can do all the things to him, but he's just not going to do all the half of the things or any of the things to her, you know, leverage pen and it leads to him, her beating the shit out of him backstage. And if you're going to say you're just a stupid doll, then prove it and tear the fucking doll's head off and let the stuffing come out. No, just take it. <laughs> just take it. Go put it in a box. Like if you're going to stoop, literally stoop to the level uh, to look a doll in the eyes and talk to it like it's a fucking thing, Make your bad guy heel point. The thing is, Alexa's the fucking big sinister heel, and you can't. It's fucking stupid. It's a continuation of a dumb fucking storyline that they just won't Really quickly, let's talk about that bullshit that Reggie had on. Now, my man MJF did come out in some, some Burberry, like bedazzled 4th of July Burberry jeans. And I was like, okay, that's a gimmick. It, it fits what he does. It was some bullshit, though. But Reginald came out in, like, cloth knee pads to match his top. And, like... And why didn't he just get knee pad, knee-free knee pads that were that color? Yeah. And, what's, and the wild thing about him is, like, how can you still do all those wild backflips and shit in this bullshit? <laughs> like, you are so athletic. Uh, but, yeah, he's the guy they go to for an intergender match to make it believable. And uh, I don't know if they're but then they, they, they get not believe because they just let them get washed every time, and it's a joke. Hey, no, exactly. That's what a, I'm saying. They don't game. feel like they can do an intergender match where a woman might they just farm. Yes. They won't even let them put her in the fucking figure I'm staring at the camera right now. Yes. yes. If you're not comfortable with a woman getting hit, and you don't establish that the rules are, that a woman can't get hit in this match, you shouldn't have the match. All right, all right. Well, I got a tight 15 left. Uh, we went an hour over. and 15 minutes without talking to a caller. We 
and, and they and they and yeah, this and they're on, on hold. Well, also, too. I mean, we're not. We're not restricted by the seven o'clock rule tonight. Like there's no show. No, no, no. I oh. personally. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, uh, tell, tell us why. Tell no, us why. I'm recording fucking Demon Dust podcast with Kendria, so shut up. I saw oh, so it's because we, we, we had a breakfast date, and oh, and then, and then you brought up your girlfriend. Okay, so it's a, that's a twofer. I already had my break. My, 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 my yeah. Two gift subs. Oh. Um, okay, but you got it. All right, let's, let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike, and he might be the call of the day. So, uh, Mike, what's happening? What up? What's going on, fellas? Very, very, very entertaining show so far. Listening to your AW everything else recap. Mike, let me and let me. I don't want to take your time, but do you appreciate the new format we're doing? Like. Twitch thing, it's a bit more interaction. Is this is this kind of cool? Yeah, definitely. It's super, it's super dope. Super yeah, dope. Yeah. Yeah. You got it. It's still more fun show, so yeah, imagine. Yeah, yeah, try, try. Of course, again, once again, my brother. Happy King's Day, many more. Oh, thanks, man. You know? Yeah, man. But let's address this elephant in the room. I know you guys spoke yeah. on it probably, but... You know, what the fuck is going on? Like, like, you know, the last time I called, I believe, like I said, I believe this, this, this lit contact was born in just to facilitate the sale of the company. That's what I think that's really going on. Yeah. I mean, that's that seems saying, to be man. people that halfway know what they're talking about and why people are positioned uh, the way they are. There's a Nick Khan, you know, guy coming in and, uh, like I mean, I mean, yeah. you know, that's only just bought a five million dollar credit. Like eight, Mike. Eight mil. Eight. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> yeah, don't play my man on his square footage. Yeah, no, just what? bought a big old, big old house in somewhere in LA or California, some fucking where. But yeah. Uh huh. I mean. He's the facilitator. I mean, you know what he's about to cash the fuck in. If you're Boris, uh, what's his face, and you're Steven Strasburg's, uh, or 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 Bryce Harper's fucking agent, you know you try to get them three hundred mils, and you make yourself we'll get thirty mil. You know, set yourself up. You know, have to do shit else for the rest of the year or whatever. Big money. So yeah, Nick Cotton is, you know, he's he's the facilitator and. He's confident. I'm confident, and I don't. Right. I think we we joke we joke about oh Vince is going to be 90 years old still still uh, running creative. No, I think Vince. I think Vince yeah, we fucked around and been wrong this whole last five years, and yeah, Vince has just right. been like I'm over it. You know, it's not like who used to be. You know, I can imagine because it ain't thanks to him and a lot <laughs> big part, but. Right. Yeah. I think this is a transition period for me. Because, I mean, like, the two back-to-back monster releases like that, like, that's just, you know what I'm saying, the top of mm-hmm. the mainstream, the top of the line talent, and the same, it might, it, it might be more to come. But I don't know. That's crazy. That's crazy. So what I'm asking, do you think they just, you know, like, I mean, I know it, it ain't happening on some change, but do you think they just handing the game over, like handing the keys over to all these other companies? 
because I was thinking about this shit too, Travis Cam. Like, for every smoky run of wrestling, there's an impact in all the way. These mm-hmm. dudes is almost 20 years in. These companies that were supposed to be quote unquote fly by night companies. Next year, both of those companies will be 20 years old and they still are rocking. Rocking. Somebody rockin'. put money into them for sure. Rocking. So like, yeah, no matter how much Jarrell calls them a charity case, you know, I, I'll take that charity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking I'm, I'm Patreon right now if I can fucking live and support my yeah. little fucking charity. I'm gonna look at it on that because you know, by sticking this impact should have been dead. You know what I mean? After the spike, you know what I mean? After the spike thing went flat. But I just sat back and thought and thought on it today, like, damn, this place almost been around twenty years. And for every Gen Core manager, whoever, you know, makes fun of them, you know what I mean? These motherfuckers still are around. Smokey Mountain lasted, what, only four and a half, maybe five years at that. These motherfuckers are still around. So, I mean, I think, personally, I think, you know, Tony Khan might have a hand in that company under the table. It just ain't brought, you know, brought to life yet, but, you know, on these releases, who do y'all see landing where? I mean, a lot of you get it, like, you know what I'm saying? With AEW, I don't see how they do not put that back together. Yeah, I mean, we, 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 we talked about it a bit earlier. Uh, I think the, the consensus, well, to me, I don't think Braun goes anywhere. Uh, I think if he doesn't go wrestle for WWE, he doesn't wrestle anywhere. Yeah, I think AEW might throw the bag at him. Uh, I think yeah, Buddy Murphy AEW, like I, 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 you know, I don't respect that. I think Buddy Murphy AEW, Lana AEW, Ruby Riot. It's so hard. She's so good, man. Like I could see her anywhere. AEW is always where I want to say, but like I don't want to put fifteen people over there. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, but they could they could definitely use a Ruby Riot. Like she would definitely for sure. Be- you know, they need glue. Like, that's good, yeah, but, like, yeah. they need glue in the middle. Um, I would actually, they like, just throw a curveball. Current ROH, now that they got women, they got Willow Nightingale over there, you know what I'm saying? I'd like to see her in ROH. Right. I think she fits that. Um, yeah, she does. Yeah. Uh, again, Buddy Murphy. I want Buddy Murphy in Japan. Like, yo, I, like, all due respect to Jay White, Jay White don't move me. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not to say he's bad. He just don't move me nah. like that. Buddy Murphy That's moves what I was me. Thinking. Yeah. I, said I want Buddy Murphy and a healthy Willow spray. You know, if you know, if and when he can get back to it, I want Buddy Murphy and uh, I like to see Buddy Murphy and Shingo Takagi. I like to see Buddy and oh my god, he got a lot of fucking people he can dance with. You know what I'm saying? But I can also see, you know, Tony Carr reaching him, and of course, Alex the Black, you know, back now probably it'd be Tommy N, you know, back to, you know, original stuff. Like, he's yeah. the dark horse on the whole, to me, at least whole release. Yeah, he's, he's going. Okay, so with him, like, 
September 2nd is his 90-day compete, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Let's Google AEW PPV schedule 2021. Um, let's see. I don't care about 2019. You're dumb. Man, I'm pretty sure we're going to be having a pay-per-view right around that time. Yeah. Labor so, Day. Oh, all out, all out is September 5th. Mm-hmm. All out. Okay. If I, if he doesn't, do I want to do this? Uh, doesn't like a plan? i tell you what, Mike. Um, I am thinking about SummerSlam. All yeah, out. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm talking about Money in the Bank because Money in the Bank's in Dallas, right? Yeah, yeah. Or just Fort Worth. What's the date? What's the date on Money in the Bank? July. Yeah. I don't know. 18? 18? Yeah, it's not. It's nice. It's close. I got a Houston trip next weekend with like my undergrad and Twitter friends. That's gonna be <clears> disgusting. <throat> um, I what is that June? Um, if I got a baby in March, don't ask questions. But <laughs> with that said, um, I haven't really thought about it, Mike, because I was more thinking about uh, Money in the Bank or SummerSlam. Right. But you thinking about holding out till to All Out in Chicago? Oh uh, yeah. See, the thing but is, you know, like, um, we've been you know, meaning to like. Yeah, for sure. More people gonna be out. We've been trying to have an Fuck event that. for so long, man. Like. Absolutely. And we haven't, I mean, Rich did it, Fuck but we that. haven't you done like you. a three man media scrum just yet, and we got to get to that. So, right. uh, Chicago, end of the summer. I'm actually considering it more than I would have because life's different now, but, uh, We'll talk about it. We'll see for sure. Yeah, I mean, moving forward, who do you, who do you do next with um, Omega? If they don't bring in a Brian, so they got, they got Jungle Boy. Of course, Jungle Boy's in a couple of weeks, right? But yeah, I think that um, I think you gas up Darby. I think Darby gets a shot because they already transitioned away from him having the the TNT title. Right. Um. So who Darby? I think that I think you can get Moxley back in the mix because I don't know if that tag mm-hmm. team is going to hold up forever. But as long as it's Omega, I don't think it'll be Moxley. Um, I'm trying to think of who else is like really up there in singles outside of Miro. Um, gosh, I think Pac and Orange Cassidy both get single shots at some point. Um. And, yo, no, okay, so franchise hit it on the head, though. I do think that all out, Kenny Hangman, I think you do go that. Yeah. And that's I think it's that time. I mean, Kenny's had a great run. Think- Kenny has a million titles. I think that you don't wait till double or nothing next year. I think all out, that being, like, their premiere show, that being their WrestleMania, Kenny Hangman, you switch it then. I, I do. And what, have Aleister Black, what, attack Hangman after he wins? Or no, I don't think it's oh, Aleister Black. I think Aleister Black is, 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 there's somebody else who's devious and fucking up who he comes out to. Um, yeah. It could I, be Miro. Like, it could be yeah. one of, it could be the Bucks. 
and then you worry about who the second guy is. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's got yo, I, I'm not geeking for it, you fucking nerds, but how about the lights go black and then Aleister Black is in the ring with Sting? That's crazy. That's crazy, Dan. Hey, I'm not here. I'm just saying, like, they, they got shit they can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and I was thinking, yeah. I was thinking at the end, you know, if they do, if they go hangman, you know, hangman, hangman, when like gold black, like those out, who's standing across the room, they come on with the towel around his neck. Just look. Oh, shit, Joey you know. Joey had rocking. I just got a feeling he's coming in. Either he or he D. Bryant, because I was listening to, like, you know, the Eddie Kingston interview. Like, if y'all guys didn't listen, like, that was a dope interview. You know, he mm-hmm. he, did, he done one with Alvin Meltzer and him last week. That was a dope interview, and they were saying, you know, little, you know what I mean, little shit. Like, you know, Eddie was like, yo, you know, shit I can't really, you know, say I don't want to speak on, like, you know, like, that should probably be floating around. That should definitely be floating around. And the match I'm definitely, you know, anxious I want to see, I don't know how I'm going to see it, is the Andrade Omega match. I think that's going to kick ass, too. Did you see Andrade suplexing Ric Flair into the pool and Ric Flair coming up selling like crazy? Ah! That was really cute. That was really cute. Um, you know. <laughs> Mark Henry being able to be a positive force for people backstage is great. 
I don't really want to see him wrestle nobody. Like, I don't know. Um, and Trev, you were a kid who played what? You did baseball, you did soccer, you did football, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I did, you know, I did football, track, powerlifting. Like, I'm, Mark Henry still has a bunch of records from powerlifting in Texas. Like, we heard about those when I was in high school. So, mm-hmm. like, I'm not super worried about who he's wrestling. I want that dude to be healthy because the stress on his body from all them years of weightlifting, like, nah. And then 20 years of wrestling on top of it. There's no Mark Henry dream match for me. Just be safe, big guy. And the second question was about uh, how do we see things playing out for Aleister Black, Murphy, and Ruby Riot, but we hit on those pretty... Yeah, we did talk about all those for sure. Check the stream, baby. Download it. So, all right. So that does it. Uh, does it here for us uh, for this this week? Next week, uh, I'm gonna try to be on uh, be on my Twitch tip too. So I don't know Trev how has that women works. Obligations. On the we'll t- see you. I don't know how that works on the on the, on the, on the dual tip, but yeah, we'll try to work something out. Because I wanna yeah, this was it's been fun the last three weeks, but yeah. Being in the chat, being able to communicate the last couple of weeks. And, guys, I'm going to hang out for a while. I'm not ready to go just yet, so we can kick it on the stream and do, like, the regular Twitch shit. So, I'm with you. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so free folks, uh, the ride is over. Uh, Rich and I will be by VIP, so VIP people, click over. Join us for another hour or so of content. Uh, I feel like I'm leaving something out. Nope. Don't matter. Cam, all the listeners, all the Twitchers, I'm Trav. We out. And I'm sort of a connoisseur of all things fresh. Yes, the Lord of this dope shit dropped on this. Damn it, recording it. Stop, I get off my job. He ain't supporting this, supporting this. So these old caps and crazy.